everybody to the season one episode five on the seo and digital marketing trends it is february 15th hope you all had a great valentine's day um i'm going to get into quite a few things today this will be a little longer than normal so whether you're watching on youtube or if you're watching one of the podcasts make sure like comment share happy to answer any questions um so let's dig into this a little bit about some of the things we're going to talk about this week First thing I really want to get into is going to be on value perception. You know, how, how do people perceive the value of either your business, the services, your products you provide, or yourself even? Um, talk a little bit about optimizing images and a tool that I use for that. And, um, SEO tips there. And then a YouTube video optimization tool that I'm using that added some new features that I kind of like. Um, and then I'm going to get into that value perception on what makes you different and discuss about maybe changing the way you communicate is separating yourself from others that are around you, at least in the SEO world. Um, if you're in a other business, maybe it's something else, but we'll get into a little bit about that. So to start off on how do your clients actually perceive you? You know, do, do they see you as an expert? Uh, do they see the value that you provide them? Um, do they feel that there's a bunch of other companies in the same city that can do the same thing? They just choose to use you based off maybe their perception of value is that you're cheaper or that you're available. I mean, what what is that perception from them? And are there other vendors that are providing a different service that they may perceive as greater value than what yours is? Doesn't mean they're not going to use you, but they may think if they cut budget, well, we can do without this person, but we need to keep this service. And uh, what do you do to separate yourself from that? So, um, an examples. Let's talk about a couple examples here. First one being like my, my wife owns a spa business and um, there are nail salons on every corner. Um, there are multiple massage places that, you know, Massage Envy being one of them that they do it in bulk, you know, and they're cheap. Well, you know, they're... In my opinion, you get what you pay for. But what is the perception of the customer when it comes to that spa business? She's a high-end spa. Yeah, they charge more than what you're going to get at those other places. But is she providing the value that they expect and that they want? What is different in that situation? When people walk in the door, are they being greeted immediately? Are they being taken to a relaxation room, given a robe, provided you know um, spa water, you know different things? What is the perception of that business and that services you're getting? Uh, you think about running shoes and maybe with Nike or Adidas, uh, Brooks. Brooks has kind of put themselves as a perception of being one of the top running shoes now. So what's Nike's positioning? Or um, what about, you know, uh, we'll just say Vans or, you know, some of the other brands out there. The customers that you're going after, how do they perceive you in that situation? And then maybe an SEO services, how do they perceive you? Do they know what you do? Um, for the longest time, or I will say for some clients, you almost don't want to give out all the information that you do because you have, maybe you're afraid that they'll take that internally if they know everything you're doing and how you're doing it. Or um, maybe you think they won't understand it and it's just going to be all over their head. So you just say, you know what, just I'm going to build backlinks for you. I'm going to optimize your pages. You just give me this amount of money per month. Um, I think it's important about this perception, and I've thought more about this this week, and I'll tell you why. So the story behind this whole thing. This last week, we did lose uh, one of our bigger clients, 
and it has caused at least me and others around to um, evaluate more on not necessarily why we lost it, but what were we doing that we could have done better to make that client realize they needed us. And uh, I can't give you out the client name, but but to give you an idea, yes, we do the digital marketing for them. This isn't an SEO thing, but we do the digital marketing, and they do have a creative agency also. Well, what ended up happening was another agency had come to them and pitched them on doing creative. And their selling point that convinced this client to leave not only us, but the creative agency they were with was that they would do all the media buying for free. Yeah, you heard that right. So this corporation, what is their perception of the value that we provide as media buyers? Not very much, obviously, because they think anybody can do it. Well, what could we have done to change that? You know, and I, and I don't know that we could have changed it in their minds. If they just see it as a value of uh, on a monetary level, then no, you know, we're probably not going to change that. But what could we have done to make them say we value this relationship and the things they provide us? We can't leave that. So I'm thinking about that more and more, and I'm going to address it more going forward. So you didn't see much content from me this week mainly because we're kind of focusing on this and where we're going and transitioning into um, the future of the agency. And I'll get into one of these things um, at the end of this when I talk about changing the way you communicate and seeing if that is one aspect of it. But um, we'll get more into that. But I really want you to think about that and what is the perceived value of your products or services. And maybe if you got questions, let's, let's have discussions on it. You know, you can message me. Uh, within the YouTube video or the uh, Facebook, or I mean, yeah, you can mess me on Facebook or within the podcast comments as well. So the next thing I really want to get into is um, about optimizing images. This is something that I have discovered a lot of clients don't really understand. And it's the same thing when I talk about SEO. Oh, you know, we have an SEO person. Well, I don't know that most people truly understand SEO, and maybe that's part of our fault for not going back to that value proposition of what, how do they perceive us and differentiating ourselves and making this stand out of, well, you may have an SEO person, but he doesn't do this. This is why this works. What does your SEO person do? I have so many people that tell me they have an SEO person, and they think SEO is just optimizing a title tag and a meta description. They don't understand all the rest of the on-page. They don't understand uh, dealing with site speed or with backlinking or anything else. They just think it's basic shit that they can go and do. And that's okay. But I guess it's my job then to change that. So when we talk about optimizing images here, most people think of the file size, obviously. You want to make sure that you're compressing file sizes. And there are um, tools out there that'll do that for you. And then they also obviously think of the file name, and I, I will say, I won't say obviously actually on file name, you would be amazed at how many people that I'll go and do an audit and I will um, download their images and take a look to see what they've named them and it's like file 001 or um, maybe it's uh, image zero 
header or uh, slideshow 18, you know, I mean, just stupid names that don't describe this. And what they don't realize is Google actually reads this information. They look at the file name. They look at the alt tags. They look at the EXIF data. And the EXIF data is what I'm going to get into here in a moment. But these are things that need to be done. Um, I had a pitch that I, I just ran an audit for recently and ended up they had 8,000 images on um, their site, roughly 8,000. Every one of them was missing an alt tag and not one of them was named with a keyword. Well, when all things are equal with you and another site when it comes to ranking for your keywords, who do you think Google's going to choose? They're going to go the ones with the optimized images. Are these a huge factor in SEO? Um, I won't say they're the top factor. I don't even say they're a top 10, but they are a factor. So if it's easy for, these, if it's easy for you to optimize these, why not just do it? Uh, it, it, does, it is time consuming, so I'm going to get into um, a tool that I use that actually speeds up a little bit of this process. And that's where we get into the EXIF data. So um, let me pull up an image here real quick. And I want to show you what EXIF data is. I can't remember what it is if on a um, PC, but on a, uh, or sorry, on, a, on an, a Mac. But if you right click on an image in, that you have in your files and you click properties, you're going to see some tabs here that say general security details and previous versions. And under this, you, well, right there, obviously, you're going to see the file name, Beaumont Holidays 3. So that's just, that's not the optimized image. This is just one that was passed over to me. So if I click on details, you're going to see other things here. You're going to see a title, subject, rating, tags, comments, authors, all these different things in there. So it's important that you go ahead and fill these out. Now, I've got my own strategies for doing this, and maybe I'll um, address this in one of the future uh, videos and podcasts um, to kind of explain how I optimize using this. But title, well, you're going to provide a title in there with a keyword. Subject, same thing. Um, usually with the title, I'll use more of a phrase for a keyword. So if it's Wichita Spas, I may say for the title, um, it may be voted best spa in Wichita 2020. And then subject, I may put Wichita Spas. That makes sense. And then rating, you know, this is about the only place where Google allows you to rate yourself and get away with it. So uh, give yourself a rating of a five-star. Tags. Not as important, but I try to put five to seven tags in each one of these. And then on comments is where, if you're especially a local business, I use what they call NAP, name, address, phone number. So I'll put name, and then you have to hit um, shift enter in order to go to the next line. If you just hit enter, it's just going to take you out of this field. So name, phone, oops, sorry, address first. Name, address. phone and then I like to add some URLs down in here some people will put latitude longitude and I'll get into a little tip on that but um, I will put the full and use the HTTPS protocol and you know your whatever your website is website.com or domain.com whatever your site is and then I'll also you know if it's on a certain page that you're using this image then use that page within there um, sometimes I'll also put your social places you know if facebook and instagram are your two primary uh platforms for social then go ahead and put facebook url in there and then put your um 
Instagram URL or Snapchat or Twitter, whatever. But so those are things I like to do. And then with author, I want to always use the business name and then I want to put the website there as well, the URL. Most of the other stuff I don't mess with too much. But um, one thing I want to show you is a tool that I use called um, Image Geotagger. And I don't have it on this computer here. I have it on my other computer. But let me pull up kind of what that looks like. So this is Image Geotagger. And what it allows me to do is um, actually one second here. Let's go. Okay. So image geotagger is going to allow me to optimize bulk images, and it's also going to allow me to add geo latitude and longitude to it. And I'll, I'll put a link in the description of the podcast and the YouTube video. So if you're interested, you're welcome to go buy it. I, um, a, a guy I know created this software just specifically for him to use, and people were liking it so and asking questions, so he ended up selling it to, on a subscription basis. Um, I don't know what the cost is now, but I want to say it's like $29 for a license, which really isn't that bad at all. Um, Okay, getting into image geotagger. Let's see. So this is kind of what it looks like. I can um, take a bunch of images and just drag them into it, and it's going to put them all here. And then I can choose, okay, what business name, address, city, state, zip, phone number, all that information. And then I can drag them into here. And actually, I'll, I'll do another video on this in the future. But I can drag them into here into comments, as an example, right here. And it's automatically going to place that in every single image that I'm wanting to bulk upload. So then I may go after I do that and change the file name for each one of them. I may change titles a little bit, subjects, tags, things like that. But at least I've optimized a portion of it in bulk that I don't have to go and do manually. Um, like I said, I'll put a link in there for that. The, the next tool I kind of want to discuss, um, I use a tool called TubeBuddy. And oops, let me go back one. Well, actually, we're going to go after my TubeBuddy. Okay. Well, let's pull up TubeBuddy anyways. So what I like about TubeBuddy, it has a lot of different features that um, you may use. There are actually too many for me to even mention. But uh, the things I like about it most is they, they do uh, – it's good for – getting some analytics behind your competitors videos it's good for identifying where your video may rank for the tags that you've used um, it'll help you identify keywords to use for tags you can do a lot of keyword research stuff with it um, and then they've also just recently added a uh, let me go find it here actually they have added a new SEO studio within here this last week and I've been playing with it and I like it. It was kind of interesting because they give you a score of zero to 100 and I thought, okay, well, let us let me do my basic optimization that I do normally and then go in and take a look at it. And I had a 95% without doing anything. So I wasn't real surprised about that, but if you're needing some help in this, um, if you're needing some help with optimizing, this might be a place to start. So. Let's see, where is it here? SEO Studio. So for this keyword, I'm just going to put uh, crypto signals. That's kind of what this video is about. And so it's going to go through and it's going to provide you a score based off of what you've done. You know, include the 
your target keyword in the title. Okay, it's in the title. Um, include 80% of your target keyword in the title. Okay, good with that. And include your target keyword in the first 60 characters of the title. Okay, great. Um, but you can see all these things that it's looking at to see that you used. Include partial matches of your target keyword in the description. Great, I've done that in multiple places. So <coughs> according to this, they think that I have actually optimized this pretty well. Um, then it goes through on the tags part of it, and you can see, okay, what other tags might you use in this? Okay, well, I'll add a couple in here that I didn't have before. And we'll leave it at that. But um, the tag portion is pretty cool. So if I really wanted to improve this to 100, here's what I'd have to do. Include your exact target keyword as the first tag. Yeah, I, I could go do that, but I want crypto trading signals there as well. So that's, but realistically, yeah, I could go and do that if crypto signals was my primary keyword only. And then it goes through, and let's see this part. Thumbnail tips. Okay, so use bright colors, high contrast images. Include a close-up of a human face whenever possible. Uh, ensure text is large, large enough to read on any device. Use fonts, color shapes that are consistent with your brand. Okay, so that's all done. And then you can click apply to video. I'm not going to click apply to video because I've already done that. But um, I, I like the tool itself. <clears throat> and I think it helps a lot with... If you're looking for little tips on help helping ranking your videos better, you might try it out. And again, with that one, I put a link in the description and uh, either get the podcast or the video, whichever you're paying attention to and uh, watching or listening to. Uh, the last thing I want to get into is about more about that separating yourself and your perceived value. And I'm going to show you an example here as well. So. What I'm going to address is communication because I think that's something that is changing as we go forward. And it, for us, it gives us an opportunity that I don't believe any of our um, competitors are providing for our services. So the traditional way, you know, how, how do uh, most businesses or agencies when they're talking to clients, how's that communication? Well, the majority of it is through phone call, through email, or through in-person. So those, you know, most people say they like to, they like the in-person the most because uh, it helps connect and build that relationship. It's personal, personable, um, and I mean, it's you can you can get more yeses if you're in person than you can through the phone or through email. Um, unfortunately, at least in our aspect, and I believe many others too, we get lazy. And especially once we have a client, it's easy to get lazy and rely just on phone calls and emails. And maybe you lose some of that connection and the personal touch. So we started looking at what can we do outside the box? How can we change this communication? And my personal belief is that's with video. Uh, some of you are watching the video now. But when you think about it, um, I think the recent stats are almost 80% of time spent online is watching video. That's a ton of time. So if people are watching more video, how can we communicate with them? I mean, you see a lot of WebExes and stuff like that being done. Well, can we take another step to that? So new business pitches, uh, we're addressing it in a different way. And I'll actually run you through one of our videos and maybe pull up one of our emails here. 
but I'm looking at it from a site audit perspective and from content marketing since those are two of the um, site audits with SEO and then of course the content marketing but those are two services that we provide that we see we can grow with as well and I will probably do something in relation to this when it comes to uh, media planning and buying as well but these are just kind of the start so let me find an email here and I had uh, while I'm pulling this up I had an agency the other day come in and we do we provide uh, digital services for this agency and when he asked it's the first time he's probably been in our office maybe two or three years and he asked why I have a light up there why I have a green screen why I've got a mic all these things and I said well we actually um, I do some videos whether through training um, or just some different testing um, courses and then also with um, starting to um, do client pitches with them and he's like really and he said can you show me an example so I showed him an example and he's like wow I didn't know you guys even do this stuff again laziness on our part for not trying to find better ways to communicate we we got lackadaisical in the way we do things we don't do a lot of pitches because mostly business came to us and I think we took that for um, we took that for granted so let me pull over this email and I'm going to read it to you so that way in case you can't see it all. But it says, hello, Bill and Emily. I spoke with Bill today about the video website audits we were doing in an effort to go after more business. We believe that the most communication, I'm sorry, we believe that while most communication is still done with an email or a phone call, video can be effective and also adds more personal touch. Of course, the goal is to get a face-to-face -face meeting, <clears throat> but this can be a way in. In this case, of most inquiries, we may not know the person we are attempting to build a relationship with. So a video that introduces ourselves and provides uh, more of an audit summary would make more sense. I will try to get, get you some other examples um, in the next few days. In the meantime, click the image or Gardner Design Website Audit, and we can touch base next week to discuss further. I'm playing a little bit with yours, is what I told him. And as you can see, I put an image here. It looks like an actual video because I put the play button on top of it. And it says, Gardner Website Issues, three quick wins to rank higher in Google. I'd want to know that. They see it. They probably haven't had anybody do this for them. And you can see in the um, actual title as well, it said Gardner Design Website Audit, three quick wins to get more traffic. So not only, you know, this would be my normal subject line to them is Gardner Design Website Audit because I've already got a relationship with them. But I've actually enticed them to look a little further and get a little excited. Three quick things I can do to get more traffic to my website? Okay. So we'll go through that um, and look at that video in a minute. That's basically this image is a link to the video of the website audit. And then I say I've also attached the audit. And I wouldn't attach the audit for everybody, but I did for them because we do some partnership back and forth. And then I've also provided them a list of the keywords that they rank for in the top 100 for Google. And then I list these three quick wins. Add meta descriptions to 44 pages. They understand SEO while we provide some of those services. They do understand some of the basics. 
There wasn't, and they built websites, so there isn't much wrong with their site at all. There's hardly anything. So add meta descriptions to 44 pages, add alt text to 37 pages, reduce the size of three images that are way too large. And then I said, because your site doesn't have a lot of issues, the logical next step would be to identify places where you could add internal links within content um, and add uh, additional content and start to look at backlink strategies. I got a reply immediately from them that said, wow, this is amazing. Let's talk more next week. So this took me maybe 30 minutes to put together. Wasn't that hard at all. Let's go uh, take a look at the example of the video here. Hopefully you guys are having a great day. I want to thank you again for bringing the cinnamon rolls by. And um, I had talked to Bill about taking a look at your site and then providing kind of a video audit of what I'm seeing on there and what um, some of your next steps might be to help improve the rankings. So um, to start off with, we're looking at just some metrics. Behind uh, I turned off my mic there for a second. Sorry about that. But um, I wouldn't go into all the detail necessarily that I did um, with them with pitching a new client, but I wanted to just kind of give them, uh, you know, what UR means, DR means, backlinks, organic traffic, you know, a lot of that stuff. So I'm going to forward a little bit into this video and um, kind of go through it a little, a little more. Scene has errors. This just doesn't have very many of them. Um, you don't have any 404 errors, which is a awesome thing. Uh, almost every site I see has 404 errors, and I'm sure you're familiar with them, but if you're not, it would be a page that does not resolve. So your biggest issues is some few on-page things, missing a meta description, um, it's not there or it's empty, low word count on a few pages, title too long on a few. I mean, you really don't have a lot you have to do. Uh, missing some alt text on some images, uh, three image file sizes they consider too large, and I'll send this over to you as well. I can click on any of these and view the affected URLs. And so these are all the pages that are missing a meta description on that you want to make sure. Okay, so you've seen enough of that just to give you an idea. But um, I, I do think the people that I have shown these audits to and done this way, I have actually um, got a lot of good response back. We are... Um, we have pitched two really big projects in this way, and I think that we will likely get both of them, um, just changing the way we, we communicate. This is something that I think you should really take and look forward through, but in general, if it's not this, what separates you or your products and services from someone else? Um, again, back to that perceived value. How do you make sure, and you know, in the next time when we um, may be in the same situation as, how do we how do we make them see that the, our value that we're providing them is much more valuable than anything else, and they can't afford to get rid of us? So I want you to think about that. If you got any questions, make sure and uh, reach out to us. And again, um, go ahead and hit the like button, comment, share. Uh, what's coming soon? Um, next one, we're probably going to discuss some more SEO and link link building. And then I've got a new course coming in March that um, I think you guys are going to like a lot. So uh, talk to you soon.